The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cammie Crawford. And today, it's just me. I hope you don't mind. I feel like I haven't had a solo in a minute. Like I haven't just had the chance to just shoot the shit with y'all, talk it out, you know, what you're going through. How are you? That's so great. Well, you probably said something. If you said like not good, then sorry, that's not great. But I miss you guys. I feel like I haven't gotten a chance to just do a flying solo episode. You know, we have so many amazing guests and I want for you guys to hear from them all And frankly, transparently, like my time has become super limited lately. So just trying to fit it all in and get it all done. It's something we're working through. We're working through it. And you guys know that from my last solo episode, I was talking about how I'm just figuring shit out. Here's the update. Still figuring shit out. That's just how it is. That's just how it goes. And, you know, I've been having some struggles lately. There have been some things I've been trying to navigate through just like life wise a newfound fame. <laughs> it's just like, it's so different than how my life was three years ago, even two years ago. Like there's, there's, there's a lot more pressure. There's a lot more on my plate. I actually hit up our girl AC Brown yesterday because when she came on the podcast last time, she was talking about how I'm going to be in my year six year this year, if you're into numerology. And I just, I was texting her. I was like, girl, you did not prepare me. Like, what do I do about this super transitional life phase that I'm in? Because I feel fucking crazy. And she gave me some amazing advice that I'm going to take this week. So when it works, I will let you know what she said. And so you can use it too. So on the life career front, still getting adjusted to some things. But on the love front, your girl is very, very happy And it's the happiest that I've ever been in a relationship in my entire life. And sometimes I don't know what to do with it. Like sometimes I'm like, but I don't I don't have to do anything with it because my man, my man, my man is so incredible. He's just the best. I just love him so much. It's like really gross. But I have had so many of you since I talked about my single era moving into my girlfriend, future wife era, because yes, we are getting married, (laughs) period. Ask me, Sierra had her prayer and everyone wants to know what Sierra's prayer is. She told everyone what she prayed for when she met Russell Wilson, who he just seems like 
a dream. He just seems like the least problematic man on the face of the planet. I'm sure he has his issues, but you know, seemingly he's good. And I've talked about the fact that before I met my boyfriend, I made a list of what will find me in a man. And I made this list, talked it over with my therapist. I made this list in what? 2021. The date is probably on there. And, you know, I talked about it on Shan Boudram's podcast, like making a list. Basically, I, I, I don't know if you would say it was a prayer because people have been like, Cammy, what's what's Cammy's prayer? We want Cammy's prayer. I don't know if I would say it's a prayer necessarily. Like it's not in a prayer form like Sierra's. God bless. Amen. But it is a list of prayerful manifestations. Let's call it that of what I wanted in a man that I said would find me. Now, if you've heard me talk about this list before, I've talked about the fact that I originally titled it what I want in a man. And then I was like, hmm this isn't it. Like, this is not giving powerful manifester. This is giving a wish list. It's not a fucking wish list. This is what the fuck is going to happen. And this is what's going to find me in a man. So I wanted to finally share with you what was on that list. And obviously, my boyfriend and I, we're not married yet. We're not engaged. We will be, though. And I feel very confident about that. And I don't even feel like I have to say, like, if it doesn't happen, I never said that because it's happening. We're just this is this is this is it. This is it for both of us. We're both very, very happy. So I feel very confident sharing this list. And maybe there are some things that you can take from the list and put on your own. But I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend getting a glass of wine or a water or a poppy, whatever you drink. By the way, poppies are the shit. I love them. This is not sponsored. If you haven't had a poppy yet, and I bought poppy and olipop, I have not tried the olipop yet, but poppy is popping. I like the raspberry rose and I like the orange flavor. That's a totally aside. Oh, and the watermelon limeade or whatever it's called. Very delicious. So grab one of those, grab, <laughs> grab whatever you could grab, sit down on your couch and turn the TV off, like turn everything off. Don't even listen to music and get your notes app out on your phone, or if you're a journaler, get your journal out and write down a list. It doesn't need to be an order of anything, just like what comes to your mind of what it is that you want to find you in a partner. And I think Six talked about this on the podcast before, but if not, then I will reiterate. Don't let your preference get in the way of your type. So preferences are not necessarily what this list is about. You can put them on there, but I want you to really think about your type, your type, the type of person that you want to be with, the character of this person and what value they're going to add to your life versus he's going to be six, seven. He's going to be blue eyed. He's going to be whatever the fuck that is irrelevant and not what we're talking about right now. We're this is strictly based on character, okay? So, let's get into it, all right? And how this person makes you feel. I'm going to share my list with you. Let me know if any of these things resonate with you, if you ended up putting any of these things on your list, and I want to know what's on your list when you make one. Okay. So, the list is entitled What Will Find Me. And then I put a man that colon. And then I just put a bunch of 
dots. But really, they're the dots on iPhone where like you can make a checklist, like you can actually click it and it'll check off like a to do to do list almost. Because I said that while I was in my dating era, while I was in my single girl era, if I met a guy that I fucked with that seemed cool, but he did not have two of the things on this list, he's out. He's out. Really, one is enough, but I have publicly said that my boyfriend has has one thing on the list that is missing. But it's it's not it's we can work on it. Okay, we can work on it. All right, here we go. What will find me? A man that is funny and has a great sense of humor. You gotta make me laugh. If you can't make me laugh, I, I can be the only clown in this relationship. Okay? And I'm funny as fuck. You can't be funnier than me, but I didn't put that in the list. Nobody's funnier than me. So but you have to be funny and you have to make me laugh. Okay. <laughs> you have to have a great sense of humor and be like sarcastic and like you can take a joke, but you can also dish one, but don't let it be me. Yeah, there's stipulations. Okay. The next one, someone that I can laugh with and be myself around completely. I think that this is something that we often, it's it's a red flag that we ignore. If you feel like you have to be anyone but yourself in a relationship, it's not the relationship for you. You want someone who you can literally be your goofiest, funniest, sexiest, craziest self around, and this person will love you just the same. Or even when you're in a bad mood or when you're sad or something's going on with you and like you can't explain it. Someone who is comforting and listens and cares to understand you. Very, very important. Someone who holds me when I want to be held, but also knows when to give me my space. Pure Scorpio energy right here. I need to be left alone sometimes. But to be honest, since I met my boyfriend, I don't really want to be alone. Like... I I enjoy his presence so much that even in the spaces when I'm like, oh, I just want to be alone. I really just want to be alone with him. Crazy. Weird. Sex toys. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) I know you're like, wait, what? What is this episode about? Yeah, we're talking about sex toys because I am tired of the shame around sexual pleasure and purchasing sex toys. We all have them. And if you don't have one, let me put you on. Okay, because I know that it can be a little stressful and embarrassing sometimes to go to a store, but let's take that part out of it. Let's buy some toys online. Toys can be not just for you, but for couples or for partners. And they're so much fun. Okay, I use mine when I'm trying to go to sleep. I use mine when I'm trying to wake up. I use mine when I'm trying to reduce stress. And sometimes when, you know, I'm just feeling a little frisky. That's why I'm super excited that we're partnering with Adam and Eve. You can sift the internet. They have so many amazing things that you can buy from lingerie, sex toys, whatever it is that you could possibly be looking for, Adam and Eve has it. Plus, they have discreet shipping, okay? They've got 24-7 customer service, so you can ask questions about anything, 90-day no-hassle returns, and 20% of their profits goes to fight the spread of HIV around the world. So you're doing good at the same time. They've been in business for over 50 years, so you know you can trust what they've got. I've bought a few things on Adam and Eve myself. And you can too. Go to adamandeve.com and use the code CAMI for 50% off of one item plus free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. Some exclusions apply. All right, friend. I know you're about to have a fun weekend. (laughs) Get that rush shipping. (laughs) Let's get back to the podcast. The next one. Someone who makes me feel completely safe in his energy self-explanatory. Someone who knows how to lead a household and family. 
leaders, men who are leaders can get in the fucking panties. Men who are leaders. I feel like this, I don't know what's going on with this generation of men. They do not want to lead. They do not want to lead. They want to follow. It's so, ugh, it gives me the ick. It's so gross. So if you can find a leader, try to hold on to him if he's got all the other things on your list. Someone who knows how to lead me and makes decisions with me, but also makes decisions that would be in my best interest without me needing to ask. This sounds very pointed because it is, because this is something that I have not felt in past relationships. I want to break down what it means to lead me because obviously your girl's a strong ass bitch. I can lead all day. But having someone in your life who has purpose for themselves and purpose for you and your relationship is essential, I think. At least for me. Having someone who has a destination for your relationship and isn't just having you hang in the fucking balance. Like, that's not that's not cool because that's when you get into situations where you've been with someone for a long time and you're like, where is this relationship going? And the other person's like, what do you mean? Like, I thought we were having a good time. No, we're not having a good fucking time, Bruce. We've been together for 20 years and you still haven't asked me to marry you. It's bullshit. So having someone who has a sense of direction and can make their own decisions, doesn't need you to influence the decisions, but in the back of their mind, every decision that they make has you in mind. Ugh, just like, it's just so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. And when I talk to people who have been in really long-term relationships, when I talk to men who have been in long relationships, like when I talk to Six about his relationship or when I talk to other men who have been married for a while, they say the same thing. Like if you, if you make a peaceful life for a woman, you can extract peace out of her. She will be your peace. But you have to give me a reason to feel like I can be peaceful. You have to give me a reason to feel like I can be safe and let me know that you have a purpose for this relationship and you see a future and you see where this is going and you are putting the things in place that will make that future happen not only happen, but happen in such a fulfilling and fruitful way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't need somebody who's going to tell me what to do. But I do need a man who is going to tell me this is what we're doing. (laughs) He's not telling me this is what I want you to do. This is what we're doing. This is this is the plan that I have for us. It's it's a completely different thing. It's not a misogynistic thing. It's a very it's a man with a plan, a man with a purpose. Okay, so that's that. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The next one is someone who matches my energy sexually and makes me feel like the sexiest woman alive, regardless of how I feel about myself in that current moment. When I tell you that this man, I, I'm going to post it eventually, but I started taking pictures of myself when I look butt booty ass ugly and this man has told me how beautiful and sexy I am. And I'm like, you're fucking nuts. And he's like, you don't see what I see. 
you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. You're the sexiest woman I've ever that's on the planet. You're the sexiest woman to exist. I manifested exactly what I wanted. Even when I feel like I'm at my worst, he makes me feel like the sun literally rises and sets out of my asshole. And that's what anyone would want, really. <laughs> he just like, he loves me at all of my phases. He's seen me with five pimple patches on and a heating pad on my womb. And like, the he's seen me at my worst and still appreciates and loves and exalts me. And that's like, that's what, that's what, you deserve. That's what I deserve. That's what you deserve. And that's that's what I put on my list. And I need somebody who match, matches my energy sexually because I'm a Scorpio and your girl likes to get down. Okay. And I need somebody who is going to get down with me and just like matches that energy. Like there's there's having sex with people. There's like hooking up with people. And there's like that other shit. You know what I'm talking about? And that is the kind of shit that I want you want something else, then, you know, write that down on your list. But this is this is what I wanted. And this is what I got. Period. The next one is someone who wants to build a family and shares my values on how that should be done. So family is important to me. Like I, I want kids. I want at least three. And well, I say that now, but <laughs> we'll we'll talk when the first one comes out. <laughs> we'll talk a year or two when the first one comes out, whenever that is. God willing, but someone who shares your values on how to raise a family. I think that that's something that we often don't talk about in relationships until too late. Like, why are you talking about if you want a family and how you were raised, how they were raised? Would you raise your children in the same way? Like, are you more disciplinarian? Are you more like a free range parent style person? Are you a gentle parent? Do you believe in like spanking? Like whatever those things are, those are things that you should probably talk about with your partner prior to getting into any kind of deep relationship before becoming boyfriend and girlfriend, I think. Like, is this a person that you would actually want to raise children with? Very, very important. I look at my boyfriend now and I want to create, not right now, because I'm a powerful manifester. I have to make sure that I say this to the universe, to God, not right now. Don't get me pregnant right now. But I want to make a million of him. Like, I want to literally take him and just boop, 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 like make clones of him from looks to like being to character, all of it. I've never felt that way before in my entire life. But it's because the person that he is, is such quality that there should be more of that out in the in the universe. And I think with both of us combined, our kids are going to be great. Hopefully. Don't be a piece of shit now. I just hyped you up and you're not even... <laughs> You haven't even been conceived, but don't play with me, okay? I need you to be perfect. Just kidding. You can make mistakes. But, you know, somebody who you can do that thing with, I think that's so important. People don't think about that. Like, it's not just about you and your relationship. Like, if you're trying to bring kids into this world, you best believe they're going to have some qualities from their daddy, the good and the bad ones, all right? Think about it. Think about it. And most of the time it's the bad ones because it don't doesn't your mom always say like, oh, you act just like your dad when you do that. And that's like the worst. That's like <laughs> that's like the most devastating comment that a parent can make. And it's always the dads. So keep that in mind. Anyway, the next one that I said was that I want someone who knows himself, a mature man that doesn't seek validation outside of his home and family 
but finds validation that he needs within it. You know what the fuck that means. I'm not looking for no wandering eye ass man. Okay. You are here and you seek the validation that you need from house and home. You don't need to gallivant in these streets to go and find it. Okay. There's a lot of that out there. There's too much of that out there. There's so many men who seek validation and compliments and just stroke their fucking ego outside of their home. Like, go be single then, please. I'm not saying that everyone doesn't love a compliment here and there. It does feel nice to go out and be complimented. But even when I go out and get compliments from other people, I'm like, cool, thank thank you so much. Like, of course, appreciative, very kind of you. But hearing my man say it is a completely different level of compliment. And like the way that I receive it is completely different. So this doesn't mean that it it absolves you from having to compliment your partner because you should be complimenting your partner. And a lot of times when people do end up seeking that kind of validation outside of the home, it's because they're they maybe aren't getting it from their partner. But if they are and they're out here still doing the same old shit. No, that's immediate. No, for me. And someone who can find gratitude and happiness from the life that they've built with you and your family. I think that that should be that should be sufficient. You shouldn't have to go and seek it from other people, especially if you're you're also giving it to them. And it's not always going to be perfect, but you know, watch your ass. That's basically that's basically what that one means. Okay. The next one is that I was looking for sorry. The next one that I said was that I want someone who is willing to learn me inside and out, good and bad, and never wants to stop learning me as I was as I will always seek to learn him. Life changes. Things shift. You're constantly evolving and growing and having someone who cares to understand the many different phases of you is so important. I started this off by talking about how I'm in a transitional phase right now. And when I met my boyfriend, I wasn't in this space. And I found myself working out things internally that I've always just taken on by myself. Like, I I have to figure this out myself. I have to internalize this and figure out the meaning of this or whatever this, wherever this is coming from, that is a me thing. And I have to figure it out. I've been like that since I was a kid. And to have someone who is such a safe space, we were literally just talking about this yesterday because he was saying the same thing to me. Like, being vulnerable has never been something that he's done within a relationship with someone. And so to be with someone who you feel like you can pour your soul to and be your most vulnerable and work things out with with their feedback or just or just being a listening ear is so important because it's going to happen so many different times in your life. You have so many different life phases and changes that happen and being with someone who can just hear you out without judgment is important and can see you through those phases and be like, I'm here. Like, I've, I've got you. That's it's safety. Next was someone who comes from or at least values a strong family foundation. That's why I wrote comes from or at least values because someone who comes from a strong family foundation is a privilege. But someone who values it and sees the value in it and is willing to do the work to unlearn things that, you know, maybe weren't totally right in their upbringing and do something differently moving forward is 
amazing and I think is just as valuable as someone who grew up in a two-parent household and had the white picket fence. Not everybody had that. I didn't even have that. You know, I come from a blended family. So, but I know what I what I want my family to look like and someone who also has those same ideas in mind. Important to me. The next one is someone who is financially beneficial to my life, generous, financially responsible, and forward-thinking when it comes to finances. Dating somebody who is willy-nilly with their finances is a surefire way to get your pussy dried up like this fucking Sahara Desert. Like, it's so... It's such a... I, I don't I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. Unless you're a frivolous spender, I'm not. Okay, I like to think about the future. I'm thinking I got plans. And when I wrote this list... I was in the home buying process. I wanted to buy a house. And so thinking about being with someone, which I have been in the past, that is so careless with their money and not thinking about where where their money should be going or where they want it to go or someone who isn't generous. I've had that too where like you're like, okay, you spent all this money on yourself. Can I get a meal? <laughs> Like it's fucked up. It's fucked up. If you're dating a guy who is dripped down in designer and hasn't bought you one fucking thing, you got some thinking to do. Okay? Because that is a it's a bad sign. There are so many guys, and this is the thing. So many women will be like, I want a rich guy. I want a guy who has a ton of money. You know how many rich ass, greedy little fuckers there are out there? They are not giving. They don't like literally it's not giving and they're not giving. They don't actually get like they're so what's the word that's the opposite of generous greedy but then there's another one <laughs> like what's the word they're uh, so big fucking loser yeah exactly that's what they are they're big fucking losers and they just they don't they don't care about you in that kind of way like and i'm not saying that money you have to have money to show somebody that you care but if you do have money like i don't care if you only have two dollars if you would rather use those $2 for yourself versus being like, let me give my wife this $1 and I'll take this $1 and we'll split it and we'll make it stretch and we'll figure it out together. That's generosity. There are a lot of people who have a lot of money and no fucking generosity. No thanks. I want somebody who is generous, who cares. And financially beneficial meaning somebody who wants to grow with me or somebody who can provide some things, take some things off my plate. Okay? My love language is acts of service. So what can you take off of my plate? Because I'm going to do the same thing for you. Someone who respects people, no matter who they are or where they come from. Vital. Let me tell you the number one red flag that you can spot it right away. If you're on a first date and you're with a person who is speaking rudely to the waiting staff or to the cleaning person, wherever you are, Say you're you're at a restaurant and they're being super rude to your waiter or they're being super rude to the hostess or whoever it may be. Call it right fucking there. Literally sprint to your car or get a fucking Uber immediately. That is such a bad sign. Anyone who is rude to people who are in the service industry can literally get the fuck out of my face immediately. It's such a red flag. If they feel like this person is below them because they are offering a service to them. Mm mm. Mm-mm. Because eventually the way that they treat those people is how they're going to start treating you because it's like a simple sign of like narcissism and ego mania that like you don't need to be dealing with. So that's a surefire way to never get a second date. And I knew that when I was 
on the dating scene. Like if I saw that, it was going to be an immediate no for me. It's such mini dick energy. Like it's really, it's micro dick energy is what I meant to say. That's what it's giving. Okay. I don't like it. All right. The next one was someone who can teach me things and open my horizons. Self-explanatory. Teach me something new. I know a lot of shit. Teach me something else. What have I not learned? What can you teach me? Someone who loves me unconditionally and makes it known. Someone who has his own life but chooses to include me. Someone who has their own friends and things going on. I'm not trying to be where you're out here looking for me every second of the day because you don't have shit going on. Have something going on. Be doing something because I'm always doing something. So having somebody who understands that too is very important. And it's usually when they also have something going on too that they'll be more understanding of you having a busy schedule. Someone who is confident and takes charge. Someone who listens and follows up. A true partner that cares about what's going on in my world and head. I have had it and I'm sure you have had it where you're in a relationship with somebody who you're telling them about your day and it's like it goes in one ear and out the other and they haven't asked you a single question about it, haven't followed up about it. You could have told them that literally you were at work and you were at your desk and the entire building caught on fire and you lost your Prada shoes because you were running out into the rubble and you got a splinter and at the end of it they just go, wow, that's crazy. And then at that point, you wish that you too went up in flames. Because what the actual fuck? Someone who's a bad listener and doesn't give a fuck about you, that they just don't give a fuck about you. Like, there's a difference between someone who is bad at multitasking or like, because my boyfriend, God, if he's on his phone doing some work shit, forget it. But like, you have to know when to present information. But somebody who literally just does not care, no, immediate no, immediate no. Someone who cares about what's going on in your world and like the basics is important. Okay. You all know I got hella sisters. I was in a relationship where my partner at the time did not know their names. That's a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. If every time you bring up your best friend and your partner's like, who? That's a problem. So think about it, write it down. Someone who cares to be connected with my family and friends. That goes back to the last one. Someone who adores me and speaks highly of me even when he's not in my presence. Let me tell you what I don't fucking like. When I see these men out here in these streets talking to their friends or talk, even like women will be in the conversation. It's not even just like boy locker room talk, quote unquote. People will be in a group and like someone will ask them like, oh, how's how's your girlfriend Ashley doing? And the guy will be like, ugh. She's so fucking this. She she doesn't even cook. She doesn't even do this. She like blah, blah. first of all, what the fuck do you do for her? Probably nothing. Secondly, why are you degrading her when you're not in her presence or when she's around? Like it's so embarrassing. You don't want to be with anyone who doesn't uplift you and talk about you in high regard. Whether you're around or whether you're not. Whether you're going through issues or whether you're having the most splendid relationship of them all. Like, be very cautious of that. Be very cautious of that. And be cautious of how that person's friends and surroundings treat you when you come around. Because a lot of times, if you feel like people are being weird to you, it's because they are. Because this person talks shit about you when you're not around. Like, that's that's fucking whack. And you don't deserve that. So, write it down. (laughs) Write it down. Okay. Someone who enjoys traveling and wants to show myself and our family the world. Travel is big for me. Okay. My mom told me from a young age, if you don't have a passport, he can't take you anywhere. (laughs) Now, 
I don't want to say that's privilege too. It is it is a privilege to travel, but you can get a passport. At least be wanting to go somewhere. But for me, I need somebody who enjoys traveling and wants to go around the world with me and do some shit. Someone who is thoughtful and will go out of his way to make me feel special and appreciated. Someone who encourages me to be my best. Someone who doesn't seek attention from other women or have a wandering eye. Put that down on your list right now. Spell it out. Don't say someone who doesn't cheat. No. I don't even want you to be looking. We all have eyes. We can all appreciate beautiful people, beautiful things. But a wandering eye and someone who seeks attention from others? Eh, No. Someone who doesn't demean or dismiss my contributions and treats me as an equal. Important. All right. They have to see the value in you and appreciate it as well. Someone who I can respect and want to cater to with the fullness of my heart. Y'all, I've said it before and I will say it again. I know I said no more wifey shit. I do all the wifey shit for this man. I do. I do. I do. (laughs) I do. Because I want to. Because he makes me feel like I want to. Not like I need to. Not like I'm trying to do. I genuinely want to cater to this person. I want to do for this person. Because he does for me all the time. So it's got to be mutual. When I say no more wifey shit, don't be giving wifey privileges to men who aren't doing shit for you. Okay? And I'm not just talking about material things. I'm talking about emotionally. Someone who does not feed into you or feed into your spirit but when they do do all that wifey shit for them fuck what i said yeah i'm saying it loud and proud all that wifey shit (laughs) okay the next one is someone who makes me feel safe and protected enough to spill my soul without judgment or the fear that i will say something that will be used against me in a later argument yes that is on the list how many times have you been with somebody who you tell them something and then next thing you know, they're like, well, no wonder you're so freaked out because your dad left you and your fucking mom is a drug addict and your sister did X, Y, and Z. And you're like, wait a minute. I just gave you a vulnerable piece of my life, something that I've been through, and you decide that you're going to throw that back in my face. Like guys who are like, no wonder why you're so fucked up. You you had this happen to you and you did that what? No. Red fucking blaring. It's not even a red flag. It's not even, it's black at this point. It's so bad. Goodbye. Don't do it. Write that down. Someone who comes from a cultured background or has immersed himself in learning about other cultures. I love food. I love culture. I love history. Funny enough, my boyfriend is obsessed with all of those things and like watches all of the history channel specials and everything. And he thinks that it's dorky. I love it because I love the same things. So I want to be with somebody who wants to experience those things and go to a museum and try a new restaurant that's from a completely different culture, ethnicity than food that we've ever had. Like somebody who's down, somebody who's down and has a passport so we can do those things. Someone who plans sweet dates and moments for us to be together and spend quality time. Quality time is another one of my love languages. Someone who will go out of his way for me. Okay? Not just when it's convenient. Sometimes they're going to have to go out of their way. And somebody who wants to do that is, it's, it's so beautiful. And 
it's just, it's another, it's act of service. Acts of service. Someone who is a gentleman in every sense of the word. Now we're getting to the one that my boyfriend, he's not, he, he doesn't check all the boxes. This is the one. Someone who loves dogs. <laughs> and I wrote especially Biggie. Now he's got half of it. He loves Biggie because I love Biggie, but he doesn't love dogs. And like, that's probably one of his biggest flaws. We'll go, like we went to Runyon and I stop for every dog and he thinks it's so cute how much I like love every single dog. But he doesn't stop for the dogs. He walks right past them. And I think that that's a red flag. I don't know. Everything else that I've read on the list, he's got up, up until this one. But I don't know. Should I break up with him? Let me know. But he said that when our kids want a dog, he will oblige. But he doesn't want to have to pick up their shit. I'm like, grow up. Who cares? But you'll, you'll pick up the kids' shit? I'd rather pick up the dog shit, to be honest. <sighs> anyway, the next one he's got. All the other ones. But that red flag. Here we go. Moving on. Someone who is mentally sound and in therapy or at least open to it. Couple that is in therapy together stays together. And I don't mean couples therapy necessarily, but like if you have two people who are on the path of healing and care about healing, one of our first conversations on the phone after we matched on Raya, we were talking about therapy. And I was like, mm, yes, this is this is this is a good sign, especially if you're dating a man of color or a man who comes from an immigrant family, like we need therapy the most. So I feel like when you have somebody who is willing to at least try it out, I could, I, I started seeing guys who, and coming across guys when I was single that were like therapy. I don't need no therapy. Yeah. Well, you don't need me either because you sound more fucked up than you realize just by saying that. You don't know what you need. Obviously, you need something because you come off very hard. Ugh. Anyway, we've only got four more. I know it sounds like a long list, but my therapist was like, all of these things are pretty much the same. Like you just want somebody who makes you feel safe and secure and has a plan and loves you deeply. I'm like, yeah, bitch, exactly. Kelly be knowing. Okay, last four. Someone who is kind and supportive. Someone who likes to dance. And then I put well in parentheses. Someone who likes to dance well. Now, I don't think that my boyfriend or I dance <laughs> well. Like, could we be on Dancing with the Stars? Probably not. Like, we probably wouldn't make it past week one. But we do love to dance. And he's always doing some kind of, like, sh shoulder dance. And, like, I love to dance. Someone who's just, like, not afraid to just, like, go and be out there and, like, move around and, like, Someone who doesn't give a fuck about what everybody thinks if they do it. Someone who's literally like, do you want to dance with me in the middle of a restaurant? But not because that's kind of embarrassing sometimes. But also like the idea is cute and I like it. Someone who takes care of himself physically. Very important. OK, once those beards start getting a little matted and, and ratty, you need to start you need to start figuring some things out. I don't I don't like when I see men when they're all disheveled. You can be disheveled because we all have those moments, but like, don't let it last too long because then you look like you're just going through a lot. And that goes back to the therapy. You need to call your therapist. You want somebody who takes care of themselves, who works out and like cares about their physical health. I'm not saying they got to be jacked. I've never been somebody who wants like a guy with a 10 pack and fucking bulging biceps, but like somebody who cares that cares about living long. 
And then the last one, but maybe the most important and one that I've talked about many, many times. Someone who doesn't participate in toxic masculine ideals or homophobic bullshit. I would say that that's self-explanatory, but I have talked about it on TikTok before. Any man who is homophobic, transphobic, fucking participating in any type of toxic masculine, I don't wash between my ass cheeks because it's gay. Absolutely not. You have so many issues that you need to figure out. There's nothing that I can do for you, sir. There's nothing that I can do for you. And your hatred of things that are feminine is concerning or any any ounce of femininity or any ounce of whatever heteronormative ideations that you've come up with because of fucking patriarchal and misogynistic standards. I'm not dealing with it. And I'm not dealing with a man who uses slurs to describe queer people. I'm not dealing with a man who, you know, makes fun of or can't be around a person who is gay without feeling like, oh, they're going to be attracted to me. Not everybody's fucking attracted to you. You should be lucky if I'm attracted to you. So that's my explanation for that. I also had put on here that originally, and I ended up deleting it. I'm not exactly sure why. I just felt like it was maybe too specific. But I said that they could not be someone who idolizes Kanye West or Joe Rogan. And I still think that maybe those should be on the list, but my boyfriend, he's not. So I don't have to worry about it. But you could be you could be a fan of Kanye's music when he was sane. But at this point, if you're like obsessed with him and can't wait for every fucking thing that he says to come out of his mouth, we might need to part ways. And that's it, guys. That's my list. That's my my prayer, my manifestations. Like that's what I wrote down. And I was able to to receive every single last thing on that list, minus the dogs. And I cannot tell you how much my life has changed from meeting this person. It'll be a year on May 1st from our first date, the day after we match on Raya, my first day on Raya. (laughs) It'll be a year on May 1st. And I can't believe it. I I literally can't even imagine a life after or with I can't imagine a life without this person. I can't imagine what life was like before I met this person. Like it's just such a soft, beautiful, understanding, compassionate love. I've never been able to describe a relationship or a love in the way that I'm able to describe it with him. And so I want to share it with you because it just it's it is such a source of joy and happiness and honestly a learning experience for me too i've learned a lot about myself from being with this person and it's fucking great and no i'm still not going to fucking post his ass <laughs> i'm not because this is so beautiful and amazing i'm keeping it to myself for as long as i can and i hope everybody understands that but I do feel that making that list is, it's a game changer. It's a game changer for sure. Now, writing a bunch of things down and not working on yourself, that's not how this is going to work. You have to also do the work. Whatever therapy you need, whatever you know rituals you need to do for yourself, however you need to get on your healing journey prior to meeting this person that we are manifesting and writing down that all of these qualities are they're going to have, 
you need to do that. I was already in a place to receive when I wrote this list. So this is really just me putting out into the universe. This is what I'm attracting. And anything that deviates from this is not for me. Now, you see that list didn't have anything like you must drive a Lambo, must be willing to buy me five broken bags. Like, because the universe is going to see that and be like, this bitch is not ready. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But what you can put is that you want somebody who's generous. And if your love language is gifts, like someone who's who's generous with gifting or someone who, you know, can see that I love something and wants to provide more of that or whatever it is. But like, don't be an asshole about it. You know what I'm talking about. Well, I didn't get to get to any of your relationship questions today, but I would love to do it next time. And if you come up with that list, see if any of those things are qualities that the person that you're currently dating possesses. If not, it might be time to call it to call it like you can't change people. So you're just going to have to figure out what it is that you're willing to compromise on and what you're not. But I think that that list should be a list of things that you will not compromise on. These are the qualities that are going to find their way to you in one person or many, whatever, whatever floats your vote. I'm not here to judge, but somebody that's going to have all of those things that make you feel safe, that make you feel loved, that make you feel appreciated, that make you feel like you can do fucking anything. That's the kind of love that you deserve. So who knows? Maybe by the next time that I do a solo and I do get to some of your relationship questions, you would have dumped the buster that you're with already so that you can make way for your list to come through. I'm hoping. Here's to hoping. All right, guys, have an amazing weekend. And yeah, I love you all. <laughs> I feel so cheesy. I can't wait to go see my man. I'm going to go see him right now and bring his matchas because he likes matcha too. Ah, we have the same matcha order, you guys. Isn't that so cute? Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.